Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Of course, every week on Jordan, Jesse Go, whether you are a dealer, a collector, or somewhere in between, we cover the entire world of porcelain Hummel figurines. Uh, we'll get news updates, in-depth mm-hmm. interviews. Hey, with... Jesse. Yes. Real quick. Yes. I know that today we were going to devote the whole hour to Violin Cutie. Oh, I love Violin Cutie. Incredible detail on those hands. Yeah, and, you know. And the fretboard. And there's a lot of interesting history behind Violin Cutie, too, which. I'm bursting at the seams with Cutie history. What do you think? We take a little break. I'm, this week. This seems like a bad Hold week, on. Jordan, because I have almost all the cuties. Yeah, right. But I think, you know, we should give our research department a little bit more time to look into this rumor that Violin Cutie is haunted. Right. I think it's something that, you know, as the script stands now, we kind of touch on. There are rumors that Violin Cutie inspires people to murder. There right. are rumors that the ghost of a Civil War general lives inside violin cutie right so why why don't i say let's give the research department let's let the boys down in a cult work on this for just a little bit longer okay uh you know incantations should we we are we going to talk about a different hummel figurine well what if this week we just we put the violin cutie stuff on the back burner for now right we focus on timpani cutie that's the one i'm missing yeah well i mean that one's up my butt right now, so <laughs> it's probably going to take a little while to get her out. Right. Fair enough. Excuse me, get them out. Right. I didn't note the gender right. when I put it up my butt. Right. So just why noted don't that we... it was a tune drum. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> why don't we just shoot the shit? We chat. I mean, people know us for our expertise regarding Hummels. Yeah, I don't well, think they know who we are as men. Give us, give them a flavor mm-hmm. of what it's like to be a younger, middle-aged white man in America today. Exactly, and, and I think that's a perspective that's sorely lacking, right, in the media landscape. So why don't we chat? Maybe we uh, people have... are afraid to speak up because of PC culture. Exactly, and there's a comedy celebrity sitting in here now. We could turn the mic on him. I think he See was just his... here to listen to us talk about Hummel figurines. Though. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I think, you know, he talks for a living. Right. So why don't we give him some agency? Right. Uh, turn on his mic, and we'll just chat, and people will get to know us. I mean, obviously, Hummels will come up. Sure. Because, I mean, if you get, if you get these two guys started, yeah. Hummels are going to come up. I got Hummel passion pouring out of my ears right now. Sure. I have a veteran infection. <laughs> <laughs> Could be both. Yeah. So why don't we just gab, uh-huh. uh, see where things go. Right. Uh, free-flowing, real, raw, uncensored-type talk. Right. And, you know, take a little break from the, uh, you know, from the grind that is Hummel talk. Okay, just for this week. Just for this week. Just We'll this never week. do this again. And then next week we'll go back to having a format Right. And talking about a thing an issue that, that people there's a care group about. of people care about. Yeah. Specifically, is Violin Cutie haunted and is it inspiring a slew of murders? I say yes. Right. Sorry. I mean, 
I'm getting into it. I'm going to need to talk to my producer while driving around in a car a little bit to help me figure it out. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the kind of real in-the-field audio that people want from podcasts. Yeah. Uh, let's introduce our guest on the program this week. Uh, one of my favorite stand-up comedians in the entire world. Uh, one of the funniest guys I know. An old friend of ours. Uh, a uh, brilliant performer. He's got a brand new special on the CISO Digital Network. S-E-E-S-O. His name is Brent Weinbach. Thank you. Brent Thank Weinbach, you. great to see you again. Uh, great to see you as well. I, the, I was talking about this earlier, but the office is bustling here, and I'm impressed with uh, the, the energy. Yeah, know. well, thanks to the support of our donors and, of course, to the kindness of the, the recent bump in that Hummel market. Mm-hmm. I, and I, not to get you guys started on Hummel Talk, but right. what, what are Hummels? Um, Hummels are collectible. <laughs> what are Hummels? And, and I take it that Violin Cutie is one of the Hummels. <laughs> Violin Cutie. Yeah. Violent? Violin well, Violin. Cutie. Violin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I don't want to mm-hmm. get too deep into it. No, 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 no sure. What are Hummels is a question that each of us faces at some point in our – whether it's our professional career. Uh, career you're, uh, you're speaking in very broad strokes here. I think he just specifically wants to know what we were talking about for 15 minutes. Right, right, right. So whether you're a dealer of Hummels or a mm-hmm. collector of Hummels, at some point you come to a sort of crossroads. This is a really – it seems like you're or a, dealing in very big questions here. A bridge you have to cross. Just where answer you the say question. Yourself, these little figurines that grandmas have. They're these little porcelain I've kids. I've dedicated so much of my passion and energy to this to these porcelain like figures. They're figure. porcelain figures. What? Yes. Are, but what oh, are they? Oh, and they've they? been around for a long time. They've well, been around for a long time. Yes, yeah, they have I've a rich them. history. They have, well, they're animals yeah, and things. Yeah, animals, little kids. But, oh, kids. But what are they really? Are no, they I don't ca- think he wanted to know are that. Are they somewhat translucent sometimes? Like, well, like all, like all fine china, yes. Sometimes is there a translucent porcelain? Yeah, porcelain can be is is uh, is translucent. I think it can be. I think it typically is. <laughs> okay, Brett, what'd your right. grandma have in her house? Well, I she had these uh, dan- these kind of like sp- these dancer type people. You know, they have like big ruffles on their arms. You know, yeah, sure, they like were a cha-cha. Sort of, yeah, cha-cha type people. Yeah, there was two. Cha- porcelain cha-cha types. Cha-cha. But they weren't like super small. They were kind of bigger, but they were on the shelf. Yeah, those cha-cha people. They were sort of darker people. Complected, complected people yeah. and with um perhaps the south of the border or I, I don't I don't even know. Something I don't even know exactly where, but they were just they definitely had a sort of they've been in, you know, out in the sun perhaps. They could be anything, I don't know, but they definitely had a ruffle. They could have been Greek. They, they could have just been Greek people. Could have been anything, who liked. Yeah. They just were roughly and dark. Mm-hmm. And um those were in my grandma's house, yeah. That's cool. So um are those Hummels? Um uh, probably not okay. Hummels. Hummels you're usually looking at idol look. We already we're said we're here. not gonna talk about Hummels. We're not here to talk about Hummels today. We're taking a break to take we're off our We're not talking bells. about Hormels either. That's my chili podcast <laughs> that comes out on Thursday. <laughs> Hormels. <laughs> We're not talking about gumbles. That's my podcast about sports and news anchors. <laughs> right. Not talking about Humboldt's either, right? No. no that's your just, podcast just, about marijuana cultivation. Yeah, well, in one specific area. Yeah. <laughs> the marijuana of a particular region yeah. known for marijuana. Yeah. Well, in my grandma's house mm-hmm. in Mission Viejo, California, which mm-hmm. is a town you might be familiar with. Oh, yeah. Uh, travel soap 
That was, was the primary. Uh, travel soap. I got sent. I would get sent home with so much travel soap. And I, I guess remember, I don't know what travel. I guess I'm thinking like of a, a tiny bar of tiny soap. soap. Like a tiny soap. From, hotel soap. Like a motel. Hotel soap. Huh. Hotel. Okay. And I'm, my my uh, grandmother would send me home with them back to my father's apartment in San mm-hmm. Francisco, and I would feel like the richest man in the world. Like I could buy buy and sell every person in, in the town of San Francisco because I had so many soaps. Mm-hmm. And helpful if you ever went to prison, you just put those bad boys in a sock, beat up everybody in the yard. And it I doesn't feel leave like, a exactly. And I feel like at some point my dad said to me, I said to my dad, can you believe that grandma has so many of these little soaps mm-hmm. to suggest that it was like a, a grand and magical thing. And my dad said to me, yeah, I guess they steal them from motels when they stay there. <laughs> <laughs> you, how, how, many, how many motels do you think your grandma stayed in, A, yeah, and B, do you think she was doing it so often because she was a prostitute or a drug mule? <laughs> well, she was and I haven't met her. She, I bet she's a lovely woman. Uh, she's she's passed on now. Mm-hmm. Drug, gone, drug meals could be lovely too. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she, she's gone to uh, drug mule heaven, <laughs> um, where you don't even need to use a condom to put heroin up your butt. <laughs> you just you could just go bare bare bones. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Grandma. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think they traveled a fair amount. She also would use. Like a TWA shoulder bag. Okay. You know that kind of bag I'm talking yeah, about? Like yeah. it's red vinyl. Mm-hmm. It has a TWA logo and you just got it for buying a plane ticket. I guess there are those like retiree trips. She really did those things fully. Like talking Hoover Dam. We're talking. She also always was wearing a muumuu. Okay. I thought you were about to say she really did those things for me. Yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> for the soap, you know? <laughs> to give me soap. Yeah. I mean, they traveled She's all like, I don't want to go to Yuma, but what am I going to give Jesse yeah, when he comes I to visit? got to get him some hotel soap. I have to, yeah. He's, he and has, I can't go to the same hotel. I got to switch it up. Yeah. He wants a double tree. My, my, he wants a bar from a double tree. My paternal grandfather, my mm-hmm. dad's dad, got encephalitis, a brain infection, mm-hmm. uh, when he was like 50. Yeah. And could no longer work. Uh, he was, he was, uh, he, he could, you could talk to him and interact with him and it, it seemed fine. Mm-hmm. He just seemed kind of taciturn, but, uh, he couldn't work at the level that he had been able to work at before. He would get confused with numbers and he was an accountant. So they retired and he at that point was, he was very successful, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they retired. He was very successful at a job. He wasn't an owner of some stuff. And they like traveled the world, and I seen their their books of pictures of traveling the world, and they they went everywhere, and never not on a package tour with matching outfits with the other people on the package <laughs> tour. <laughs> like there's no exception, and they're not like luxury trips either. It is just classic 1977. Sure, take like, a slideshow vacation. Slideshow vacation, just purely. It's just like them. We're going to Boulder, Colorado. Them sitting on a wooden cutout of a camel in front of the actual pyramids at Giza. <laughs> like that is every photograph oh, okay. in the entire – I guess I was thinking of more local travel. I was thinking a lot of national parks and stuff. Well, they did that too. But they really went. They went to places across the world hmm. but only on 
affordable package tours. Wait, so are you saying are you saying you got little hotel soaps from Egypt? I most I you got I and, and exotic got, places. I probably got some from exotic places. So these are the exotic most, hotel soaps. The most exotic thing I got was a T-shirt that said, "My grandma and grandpa went to Australia," and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. Wow. And then with that, I got an Australian joke book, mm-hmm. which had a joke in it that included the word Chinaman, mm. uh, which I did not know was a, not an appropriate word. Sure. Probably should have known when I told that joke at the dinner table at my friend Tony McCauley's house, mm. uh, who was half Chinese. Wait, uh, why is Chinaman not a... Is not a good word because isn't Englishman like okay and a Frenchman and so if someone's from China they're a Chinaman. Yes, but it's tainted with a lot. I think it has a history, racial history. Yeah. I think it's a how history you say of it, oppression. Though, right? it's how you say it? Well, man. I said it gleefully in the context <laughs> of a joke from an Australian joke. I bet book. there were probably all a lot of like like jokes about Maoris in there too that probably you didn't get as a kid. Yeah, like Maoris, Wait, huh? did the shirt at least have a pouch on in the front of it? <laughs> yeah, it did. A mucus-filled pouch what was so weird. you could carry your baby. <laughs> the tiny the tiny little pink kangaroo that mm-hmm. was in there. Honestly, it was a kinda... real-life kangaroo fetus. Yeah. I guess creepier <laughs> if it was a human fetus. Like, this is your... <laughs> or it's like supposed to be pouch. you. It's like yeah. you. It's like made in the likeness of you. Right. Or we, or we <laughs> produced the, in the likeness. We sent the t-shirt man your picture ahead of time so he could <laughs> yeah. create this exactly. fetus to wear yeah. in your t-shirt pouch. Through genetic yeah. engineering. Yeah. This, this, it's it's, this like, it's real, you know? This t-shirt costs $800,000. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's, it's interesting. I guess I have never seen a... My blank went to blank, and all I got was this lousy T-shirt in the wild before. Oh, I had Did you get one. some wear out of that? The things that I got out of my grandparents mm-hmm. as a child that were treasured garments, got that. Uh, one time they visited San Francisco, and we went to some shitty thing like Pier 39 mm-hmm. or something, and uh, somebody was selling karate suits. Mm. They got me a karate suit. Mm. Nice. Not like a real one you would use to do karate. My my grandparents went to San Francisco and all I got was this lousy gi. <laughs> exactly. Was there at least like a, a pouch on the karate suit filled with <laughs> ninja stars? Yeah, yeah. Fuji mucusy ninja stars. Yeah. Right? it was a bread bowl attached. <laughs> oh to yeah, it yeah, yeah. It was like with chowder clam chowder in, in it. <laughs> um, and uh, I also got a Los Angeles Rams sweatshirt that mm-hmm. I treasured very deeply. But the karate suit was the main. And a, and a glow-in-the-dark. One time we went to Disneyland. Yes. And I got a glow-in-the-dark Captain EO sweatshirt. Mm, that one, if I had that right now, I would rock it. Yeah. That, yeah. That it would probably be, be small, too small. on the small sure. side. but Yeah, at least use it as a scarf or yeah, something. Yeah, we'd probably use it as a scarf or a, or a head wrap. I know, you know, like, you know. <laughs> vintage T-shirt is, is, a, is a pretty, you know, is a pretty out fad. But I would absolutely rock a... Bart Simpson underachiever and proud of it T-shirt. Oh, like, I, I got I, a threadbare like well, Bart Simpson. I used to have the, uh, the uh, I used to have a sweatshirt that was a Bart Simpson genius at work sweatshirt yeah. where he's reading uh, a comic book, but it's inside of a textbook. You know, Fucking classic like Bart. That is classic. so Bart. You know what also is kind of classic now? <laughs> those bootleg. Bart Simpson shirts. Yeah, those ones where he's sure. like sticking the middle finger up. Bin La- or probably wouldn't be Bin Laden. No, but he had Saddam Hussein. Rasta Bart. Rasta Bart. You know, he had the dreadlocks yeah. and they're sticking mm-hmm. up yeah. the middle my, finger. My holy grail of my travels from vintage show to mm-hmm. vintage show. And by the way, those uh, while the kind of vintage t-shirt that we are imagining mm-hmm. is a little passe, 
a 1990s vintage T-shirt is the furthest thing from passe. Mm. Extremely expensive. Mm. Extremely hot. You can get you a get you a if you you're in the thrift store and you pick up a vintage cross colors T-shirt. Sure. You got two. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that. Is that true? Two hundred. Expensive now. For yeah. That? Absolutely. Mm. Um, but uh, my holy grail is obviously is Air Bart. So if you're out there, Air Bart. Yeah, it's Bart Simpson doing the Michael Jordan dunk, and also Bart Simpson's black. <laughs> okay, it's a bootleg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I ha- I bought when I went to Ireland as a ten year old, mm-hmm. so that would be nineteen ninety one, uh, with my dad. I remember the most amazing thing in the world to me was that they had five dollar Bart Simpson t shirts, mm. and I think I bought like four Bart Simpson t shirts. So they were clearly bootleg Bart Simpson sure. t shirts. Mm-hmm. If you're out there, I know we have a policy on this show. Don't send us your shit just because we talk about it on the show. Yeah. Don't mail us your garbage yeah. just because we talk about it on the show. If you do have some vintage Bart Simpson shit out there, <laughs> mail it on in. I know, forget the last part of this where we said it was valuable and you could probably sell it on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Mail it to your old buddies at Max Fun, huh? Can I tell you, Jordan? Bootleg or otherwise. Bootleg or, or yeah, or, or real or, Bart. Or original style, yeah. Fake Bart. Yeah. Island Bart. <laughs> I've, I look on eBay. For- Bart with fat woman sitting on him and his head poking out of the butt crack. <laughs> I, I look for Air Bart periodically on mm-hmm. eBay. And I haven't. I haven't successfully found it, but the one Air Bart thing that I do find is a carnival, like a mirror that you would win at a carnival mm-hmm. uh, that would say Bart Simpson or Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. Those probably would Those be are the your two, two choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've thought about getting you one before, but then I thought, I don't know if Jordan, I don't know if Jordan needs this in his life. No, you, know? you gave me one of those. I did? You did. You gave me for, for a birthday one year, uh, and it fell off my wall and broke in an earthquake. So, oh, what what one was it? Was it Bart or Guns N' Roses? It was that Bart. Show, it was Bart that, dunking. It was great. I cherished it, and I was very very sad. When dunking. It I think that shows dunking, yeah. how much I thought about it. Like yeah. I thought about it for so long that I forgot that at some point in thinking about it, I actually bought it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I loved I loved it. I'm, I was I'm very glad. sad. Was when it expensive? It, I don't know. No, I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't super expensive. It was. I, I I spent a little bit of money on it, but it wasn't a three digit investment. Maybe uh, I spent twenty five or thirty dollars on it, all, right. all, all told. Okay, hey, that's fair. That's a fair price. It seemed it seemed like a fair price at the time. Yeah, Brent, yeah. You, I mean, I I want to be clear. If you have any Air Bart merchandise uh, that might fit me, mm-hmm. go ahead and send that to me. Send it over. When I'll you say Air Bart, I just I think of um the Air Bart at the Oakland Airport or whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I will also say this: if you have anything <laughs> related to the bus or train that travels between the Oakland Airport Bart Station yeah. and the Oakland Airport itself, itself. Um, or the Oakland Airport slash Coliseum Bart Station, mm-hmm. I, I call it Coliseum Bart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more likely to be uh, going to a sporting event mm-hmm. than traveling. Hey, if you have anything out there of that train dunking. Or with a fat woman sitting on it and its train head poking out from the butt crack. I look at Captain EO t-shirts on eBay, too. I think a lot about that glow-in-the-dark Captain EO sweatshirt I had. I loved I loved the original Captain I didn't like how what they did to the re-release. Do you remember what that? What did they do? Do you know, did did they, you notice differences? Did they make I, it so that Han Solo shoots first or whatever? Han Solo? Yeah, he's not in that is he? I um, no, he's that's he made the that's what they did. That's when what they George Lucas did to Star, Star Wars, Wars when they re-released it. He oh, made it so oh, oh, Greedo oh, shot. Oh, got first. it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. All the Star Wars characters are in it on this new one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and and Star Trek characters too. What? What? So did they here's what they did. It? They for well, those who don't know, Captain EO was 
an attraction at Disneyland mm-hmm. in the 1980s that was a collaboration of like George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. I think Coppola directed Francis it. Ford Coppola. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a 17 like 17 of the greatest filmmakers mm-hmm. of all time collaborated on this and it was a 3D short film like maybe 20 minutes long, something like that. Yeah, 15 maybe. Yeah, yeah, 15, 20 minutes long. A musical starring Michael Jackson is the leader of a group of... Angelica Houston as well. Obviously, Angelica Houston, great in that. Obviously Star Wars-inspired space creatures that were, well, let, let me put it this way. They were here to save the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this is a great film. Yeah. And the music is great. One of the songs is from Bad, uh, a part of... Uh, 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 bad. It's a part of me. It's part of me. another bad. part. Another part of me. Yeah. yeah, another part of me. But another one I'm was space bad. <laughs> space know it. <laughs> another one was was. It seemed it was written for this movie. Don't which you is, want you know, to we shoot are here me to right into space? Who's space? <laughs> and um, it's really good. Good special effects. Good. Great choreography. And um, I love it. It's really good. And the, here are the changes that they, they so it went away. It went away, and they replaced it with "Honey, I Shrunk the Audience." Honey, I shrunk and the then, audience. Um, then it came back after uh, Michael Jackson died. Uh, Brent, are you a theme park fan or a cineast? <laughs> a cineast? Yeah. What's a cineast? A, a fan of fine film. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a fan of both. Okay, and great. Captain EO was, was just that. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> sure, intersection. was the intersection right there, yeah. 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 Um, the, uh, so when it came back, I, I am a fa- fan of theme parks. I was. I used to go to theme parks more often. I used to. I, I know a lot about Disneyland, too, actually, because my cousin worked there. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But the, um, so they brought it back after he died, and they d- made some changes. Some of the changes were they put moving parts to the seats so that the seats would move to the music. Mm, that's neat. And I don't like that uh, because it was distracting. They you to dance. It was di- well, it was distracting. You yeah. know, I just, I want to sit there and watch the thing and it just was taking me out of it because sure. the, the seats weren't even moving to the beat. Really? You know, <laughs> they were just randomly kind of jiggling around. around. And you're full and, of churros. And I didn't like the that. The problem you know? is, is the seat is making you do the lumbata. <laughs> that's a forbidden dance. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. supposed to be doing that. an 18 and up warning on this thing. Yeah. And um, they also um, uh, there was I I, I kind of forgot some of the other things, but I did, I just remember I didn't like it. But the seats stood out the most, you know. They were the most distracting thing. I even want to say that the seats moved. Okay, they moved to the music, but they also moved during some of the action sequences too to sort of get you in, you know, immersed more. You they know, wanted but... to. Add, it sounds like they wanted to add a fourth dimension. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's what was going on, I guess. You know what the real fourth dimension is? It's love? not moving seats. Is it love? Yeah, sure. Cool. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say fun, but those are about really? the same. You know what the fifth Beautiful. dimension is? Hmm. What's that? It's a group from the, the 60s and 70s. Oh, and yeah. Lots of, lots of hits, you know? Like, yeah, uh, sure. The Up, Up, and Away song. Up, Up, and Away yeah. in my beautiful balloon. Space balloon. Space balloon. Okay. Most songs were originally about space. Yeah, yeah. And then when they redid them, they weren't anymore, and that's why it wasn't. But they, But there was also a cool thing that happened in the original, as I recall, where um, there's these star. There was these lights that were in the auditorium or in the theater that lit up with the 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 space the stars that were in the film. Do you remember this? Or there were stars that were there were lights that were on the screen somehow. And I don't know. There was this cool effect with all the lights. Anyway, they didn't have that. But anyway, whatever. You know what? It's kind of bullshit. <laughs> Captain EO. 
No, that they changed that they changed EO. Yeah. They should have preserved it is all I'm saying. Sure. You know? I the think way so it was, too, yeah. you know. They were trying to make it better. I hate it when they update stuff at Disneyland because I, there's so many classic great rides like the submarine ride and then they updated it with Finding Nemo and these holograph projections, hologram projections and that just cheapened it, I think. You know? Have we talked about how definitely the submarine was my favorite ride at Disneyland? I think so, yeah. I don't yeah. know why that submarine is. was great. You it get was to see one of my mermaids, favorites. you get to see a sea monster with googly eyes. <laughs> yeah. It was one of my favorites. I really enjoyed it. And now it. it's not as much a favorite. You're not a big Finding it. Nemo head. It's not even about that. It's about the, the cheapness of projected holograms looks just it clashes with the cool actual stuff that's underwater there. Sure. I think to me the thing that was exciting about a submarine ride mm-hmm. is that everything else is just, is a ride which is great. I mean, I sir, did I have a good time with my close personal friend uh PW Herman on the uh Star Wars ride? Mm-hmm. Sure. That's a ton of fun. But the submarine ride you're like is this a real submarine? I think I'm underwater. Yeah, uh, that's as amazing. As, you, as long as you don't turn your eyes slightly up and see the top. <laughs> yeah. As long it as you don't no, look slightly up. It's a nice simulation, though. It is nice. It does. It just feels and like you are in, in another world. But you world. are underwater, right? You are. Yeah. You are actually, actually underwater. underwater. You're legitimately underwater, yes. And um, also, you know that up until the 80s, they had real live women as mermaids there. Oh, I didn't know that. That were in the water. Huh. I, I mean, not I underwater, but they were in, in the top of the water. <laughs> Wow. They weren't underwater with um, you know uh, scuba diving gear on. So they were just they would just like hold their breaths and then when the thing <laughs> yeah. would come they would dive, yeah. wave, yeah, wink at daddy and then head back up to the yeah. top. Um You got to wink at daddy. <laughs> they uh but uh uh but anyway, yeah. You know, one unchanged ride that is one of my favorites because it is such a time capsule mm-hmm. is the Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh, yeah, sure. Un- almost un- almost perfectly unchanged since 1964 when it came out, with the exception of the the omission of one of the songs, but that's it. This may be probably maybe a little racist. Is that, the, is that why it was taken uh, out? No, no. I think it was just uh, for just to make it a little shorter and uh, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Just give it a little zip. A little, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's fine. I mean, hey, I'm the fine British, with that. The British invasion. They had yeah, to deal with that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, heavy metal. Sure. Had to deal with that. And right. The rap, the rap revolution. Sure. Change music forever. Got to deal with that. Mm. Then what do you do with Detroit techno? Oh, my God. Those hard-driving electronic <laughs> beats drive dance floors wild. It was the one song that wasn't about space. And to keep up with the times, and when everyone was starting exactly. with space songs, they had to like take yeah. it out. Exactly. And then For- the Challenger disaster, of course. Sure. <laughs> Because they right because they do have that that weird you know in the first when the tiki room first came out there was that song a spaceship can never explode <laughs> yeah exactly and then it did and they're like what do we do where yeah, where are we as they a said nation to themselves, said to themselves ooh <laughs> you know uh, Brent as you said you you at at one point knew a lot about Disneyland you had a cousin that worked there yeah. is there something that lay people might not know about Disneyland that someone who knows a lot about it would. Is there is there is there a fun fact you can blow our mind with? I'm trying to remember now. I, I kind of I wish I remembered everything. If I was there, it would all come back to me, you know. But there's like the, cool the sights, rooms and things like in the the fire, like the firehouse. You know, there's like some cool stuff there. But I kind of forgot all. I of it, feel actually. like if you work at Disneyland, oh, you know the most sexual locations. <laughs> the most sexual, like where people go to do it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember the uh, the OC Weekly uh-huh. as a kid printed a list of where to 
get busy at Disneyland. Tom Sawyer's uh-huh. Island. Tom Sawyer's Island. Right. That's one. You Jordan, can... did you ever make out at Disneyland? I did not. Uh, <laughs> late bloomer, afraid of girls. Oh. When I would have been making out at Disneyland age. That's Something just bad. came to mind. Uh, the the presidential car. Do you guys know about the presidential car on the train? No. no. So it's the last car. It's the caboose. Um, it's special. You can't get into it normally. You can't wait in line and get into it. You have to kind of know somebody or have some sort of special connection to get into the presidential car. And um, my cousin got us into the presidential car. It was the caboose. And um, what's funny is when we were in there, I think it felt like we were special needs people that were in there you know, because it's like why else would we be in there and we kind of i don't know i felt like our group sort of looked that way naturally as well so anyway but um yeah that's one little I fun fun little thing car my my father is disabled and i think that ruined disneyland for me sure yeah going without the you know the front of the line type privileges that come with yeah it seems like I mean, garbage is a weird world com- where, right yeah but like the fact that I could – that previously I could sure. just go from ride to ride enjoying oh. myself and then mm. now I would have to wait an hour. I don't even – I don't like the ride that much. Mm-hmm. That's how I that, – that was the problem. I do like Dole Whip pretty good. Dole Whip's good. Dole Whip's something they'll tell you about at Disney. I, like, I like eh, the – Yeah, Dole Whip is pretty good. I like the uh, mint julep. In New, or- New Orleans. Can I tell you that I Square. thought I really liked the mint oh. julep in New Orleans Square? And I went, the last time I was at Disneyland, I was like, we should go to that restaurant in New Orleans Square. You get those mint juleps. <laughs> and I got it. It was one of the worst meals I've ever eaten in my life. I'm not and one so, of the worst beverages I've yo, ever had. Oh, you didn't like the mint julep. I mean, I'm not, I can't vouch for the food, but the, the I like the mint julep. You, so it's you, non alcoholic. Yes, yeah, correct. Okay. What, what is, what's in it, I guess? It's just a minty, sugary kind of it's drink. It's like a mint lemonade sort okay. of There's no le- It's not even lemony, though. It's just purely mint drink. Yeah. You know, uh, here's my advice. You add a little water, dilute it a little sure. bit with some water. Really interesting. This is what you do. You get one, split Brent, it. what's your advice? This is what you do. <laughs> you pour half of it into another cup, share it with somebody else, and you just add water. So I should and, share it with a friend? Yeah. That sounds like a lot it's of fun. Can I share it with a lover? <laughs> if you want to get risky, yeah. if you want to get freaky, if you are, wor- are you concerned about being too horny in public? <laughs> yeah, that is always a concern for me, Brent. especially <laughs> well, watch, at theme parks. You better watch out, man. New Orleans, man. that is horny. Next you thing know you know, you're lifting that. up your shirt. Jordan, you know what they call New Orleans? New Horny Town. <laughs> oh, I thought you were. I, I thought you were going to call it. I thought you were calling. You know what they call New Orleans? I thought you were going to call it uh, New Orleans. Oh, or, oh New, New Hornlands. Hornlands. New Hornlands. New Hornlands. Uh, or Horn Orleans. Horn Orleans. <laughs> um, Hornlands. Horny Town. Hornlands. Hornlands. If you live there, you call it Hornlands. Hornlands. Horny. Horny. Y'all are horny. <laughs> Yeah, New Orleans. Hi. Juan, eh? it's, it's me, celebrity chef, chef Paul Paul yes. and I'm horny. <laughs> um, Hormelons. I yell Zatarans when I come. Um, um, the my number one dick <laughs> is as hard as a diamond. I did. By the way, I have a review of the mint julep on. You can watch it online if you're. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Just a mint julep, Disneyland Disney best kept M- secret mint yeah. julep review, and there's a follow up video which is a Dole Whip, pine- you know, the pineapple Dole Whip review good. as well. So it was check the, those out. Was the pineapple Dole Whip review was that positive or negative? Just watch the video. 
Okay. They are positive, actually. They are both. Yeah. They're positive for both of them. Okay. I would say, yeah. But for yeah. hepatitis C, <laughs> for <laughs> the, HIV, <laughs> the uh, the number in that in that OC Weekly article that I remember yeah. oh, yeah, so yeah, well yeah. from my youth, the number one place to get it on. Oh, it wasn't Tom Sawyer. Okay. Uh, it was the the Splash Mountain because the oh. way you sit in Splash Mountain, you get all wet. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. There's the first of all, you're getting wet. First you're getting of all, wet one way or the other. Uh, folks, we've got a comedian with us yeah. on the show this week. <laughs> so you're getting wet. Yeah. And hey, I guess if you know, again, some it just ra- some casual racism from another time. Right. That that'll get you nice and horned up. And uh, but the way you sit in it is, you know, it's this kind of long bench that you straddle, and the other person kind of leans back into uh, you. Uh, and the uh. idea is, you can, you can, if you're sitting like that, you can grab some goods. Oh yeah, you sure. can grab some goods. Oh. Sure. But it's also like, you mean like it's also someone's like kind of butt area is kind of going up against your crotch area. Of course. So there's something going on. Like you can there's catch some goods in that sense as well. Like from your, oh, you can like your butt can catch, you can, your, batch, your butt can catch someone's goods. Yeah. I call that a little bump and grind. <laughs> the old bump and grind. The old New Orleans bump and grind. But also if All anything right. happens, if there's any accidents, you got the water to camouflage it. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. So it's like, oh, I just got wet on the ride. Yeah. Anyway. Or just like, you know, yeah, I, I take a nap. I didn't pee my pants. That's the accident that I had. I just peed my pants. <laughs> I got stopped on, in uh, Splash Mountain once uh, in the middle of the ride. Really? On our way up, uh, the first like incline or whatever, in the middle of it, the ride stopped and we had to get out. The ride shut down for mm-hmm. a while and we got to walk through the sets and stuff and that was kind of neat. And then they took us to this back area of the ride and beat the shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> and um it was okay though because yeah. i was all wet and stuff You're all so wet, they yeah. couldn't nobody could tell yeah <laughs> like jesus christ dogs <laughs> there was uh i was back we were back it was interesting there was all these old logs stacked up or these unused logs that were mm-hmm. stacked up in piles and you could see the freeway which was really crazy because in disneyland they make a specific effort to hide the outside world from sure. you and to be in Disneyland or on Disneyland grounds and see the, the freeway and, and see cars and stuff, that was really weird. And yeah, um, billboard for a strip club. <laughs> yeah, right. There, the you, you know, see a, a, the discount sign for the Mongolian steakhouse across the street. Yeah, yeah. Rock and was, gem collection mm-hmm. at the <laughs> Holiday Inn. Right. It was just really weird to see this other like side. This almost this David Lynchian other side yeah, of sure. Disneyland, where it's these stacked up logs and it was things were kind of just crummy looking. But anyway, and 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 gate like fe- gates. I think there was. I don't want to say that. I might be embellishing to say there was like barbed wire on the gates or whatever and stuff. But I don't think there probably was. Maybe there was. I don't know. But there was definitely a chain leak. There, there a were chain gun fence. turrets. Weren't there gun turrets? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And now that you mention it, yes. And the hounds. And, and anyway, the point is, we got free pass. We got to be like you back in your glory days. We got to go back on the ride when it was didn't have to wait in line. And yeah, that's living. But um, anyway, it, it was kind of cool to see that. That also happened on Space Mountain too. The same day, Ooh. we got stopped on Space Mountain. Also, you got some sort of ride yeah, jinx on your wine box. Yeah, and we stopped that where I just stopped in the middle of it. We didn't have to get out. But have you ever seen the lights on in Space Mountain? They turn the lights on. There's like all these pipes everywhere. It's kind of interesting. Interesting. I wouldn't. Pipes. I wouldn't have thought there would have been a lot of pipes. Yeah, there's all these pipes everywhere. Can I give you a fun fact about Space Mountain, please? Uh, the original name of Space Mountain when they were conceiving of it, right? Bad Mountain, just Mountain, Mountain, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just mountain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, I had always wanted to because of reading that article. I always had 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 
you know, fantasies right. of some someday get get grabbing some goods on Splash Mountain. Sure. With your butt. With my butt. <laughs> but uh, the last time I went to Disneyland, that that ain't happening anymore because there's individual seats now. Oh, really? Oh, wow. It's oh, never going to oh, happen for me, guys. You know what other ride was kind of like that? Hmm. Is Matterhorn. They yeah. wish they changed also, but they used to have a thing where you sat in the crotch of somebody. Right. <clears throat> um, but now it's individual seats. Sure. Well, maybe we could write Walt Disney a letter and ask him what's the most crotchiest ride on Disney. <laughs> sure, right? yeah. Well, it was definitely one of those, right? Yeah. Because Matterhorn, yeah. God, if you, you farted, you could Matterhorn. fart right Go in ahead. between someone's legs oh, in that yeah. one. It was a real oh, situation. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. mm. My cousin said one time he was riding... Someone had it's, it's weird because they paired you up with strangers too. I think they would have you sure, like a yeah. straight. You would sit in between strangers. I think maybe I'm embellishing, but I think that my cousin Kevin had to sit with someone, and then claims that when the ride was over, he heard the guy go. While while he was sitting in between his legs or something like that, or vice versa, you know. Why are you shaking around up there on the horn? Okay, you're okay. gonna you're gonna get a fart jostled out of you. <laughs> We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. What's the deal with Brexit? Have you seen Happy Valley yet? How do British people pronounce Edinburgh, Leicester, or Norwich? Not like that. Are you tired of getting your world news from reliable sources, often with no puns or sexual innuendo? Why was there a butcher's hat haunting Coronation Street? What's Coronation Street, and why is Dave Holmes obsessed with it? International Waters pairs a team of comedians in L.A. against a team of comedians in London in a pop culture battle royale. Join us once a fortnight to hear the best comedians in the world trade jokes and stories and maybe even learn something at the same time. International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you download podcasts. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brent Weinbach, guy. Okay, uh, we have sponsors on this week's program, Jordan. I'd love and to hear about them. That's great news because they pay us to say these words. And I love it. I love to say the words. I love to collect their muns. You got it. Well, let's talk first about our friends at Squarespace. Yes. Or as jo- the Italians call them, Squatispace. <laughs> Jordan Jessica is supported in part by Squarespace. Squatispace. Make your next move. With Squarespace. Yeah. Let's, it doesn't really matter what you do in life. Yeah. Okay. You could uh, – maybe you make candlesticks. Yeah, maybe. You can sell candlesticks. Maybe you have a one-person show. Maybe you're Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe. What is Rihanna but the world's most successful one-person show? Maybe, exactly. Maybe you sell bootleg copies of Trap Penguin Activate. Hey, yeah. these, are, these are things you could do right. with Squarespace. You create a beautiful website with one of Squarespace's award-winning templates and all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You have, you have a hard time? Just give them a telephone call 24-7. Let's say it's Sunday, 3 a.m. Give them a call. Give them a Let's call. Let's say it's Monday, 6 35 p.m. You'd think they'd be out at dinner, but they're not. They're right there waiting for your call. Give them a call. Give them a call. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, visit squarespace.com slash JJGo. That's an incredible value. Hey, we got another uh, another sponsor here on the program. This is Zip Recruiter. Are you hiring? 
do you know where to post your job and find the best candidates? Well, of course, shorten the internet. Yeah, but more specifically, Zip Recruiter, you could post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. That's called a century trick. The whole ZipRecruiter century. Uh, find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Well, Jordan, I don't want to pay for it right now. Yeah. Well, why don't you try it for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. You can try it for free. Wait, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo? Yeah, that's where you go. One more time, to try it for free, they should go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo? Yeah. To find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. Wow. That's a true century trick. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brent Weinbach, boy. And, yeah, that's it, I guess. Um, Brent Weinbach, you've probably been coming on Jordan, Jesse Go 10 years now. Well, I first uh, came on your radio show in Santa Cruz probably in 2004, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, that sounds or, right. Or um, maybe even 2003, mm. actually. Yeah. No, no, no. I think 2004 is when we officially met, but we'd been in touch prior to that, I think, a little bit. But I think, yeah. anyway, 2004, yeah. Brent Weinbach. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to share with you guys something. Uh, you know, our, our colleague, Christian Duenas, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes sometimes runs the board for us. He loves, he loves games and fun. Uh, he's got a desk full of video game consoles, including that Sega Genesis that you got for me as a gift, Jordan. I was just playing Bulls versus Blazers mm-hmm. in the NBA playoffs on that. Good year. Getting my butt kicked uh, by the computer. And uh, he ordered on he ordered on Amazon something called, and I'm holding the box here. It's like a thin ice type of game. Is Thin Ice the one where there's wet paper towels? Or is it the one where it's like a punch out? Where it's like a punch out and you have to punch the... I don't know. I mean, I remember... Thin Ice Ice definitely had like a sheet of something that would fall through eventually. I don't think it's Thin Ice. Danny, tell me what is the name of the real one? I remember the theme song to Thin Ice. You're on Thin Ice? You're on Thin Ice? Something like that. Brent, you're you're very good with like... The theme songs of our youth. I feel like yeah, you're good with well, like TV theme songs. Oh, definitely TV. Th- I love TV show theme songs. Brent That's Weinbach, my favorite kind of music. I need I, have a, I need an answer for you, and I'm, we'll talk about Penguin Trap in just a second here. What did Michael Jackson make songs for Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Yes, because three, someone, three, part three. 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 Yeah, absolutely. Not I, Sonic 2. I'm connected to it, too, in a weird way. How's that? Well, because you, you, you have had... Had, have, a video game music podcast? I still have, yeah. Still have? Yeah. Legacy Music Hour, yeah. Yeah, so you well, are an expert. Legacy, let's not You're an that. expert yeah, on yeah. these matters. Yes. Um, okay, well, here's the thing. Uh, for one thing, it was speculated for a while that Michael Jackson, there was a rumor that Michael Jackson had been working on Sonic the Hedgehog 3 and then left. There was rumor that he left it because of the molestation allegations. And, um, uh, and then, but then there was... 
people could hear his music in the game. Uh, for example, the credits music to Sonic Hedgehog 3 sounds like Stranger in Moscow, Michael Jackson's song. And then there's other elements, too, like the carnival music, the carnival zone music sounds like jam. You hear the da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and you hear glass break, sounds like jam. And then there's other elements, too, that sound like Michael Jackson. So it was speculated, and then people were pretty sure Michael Jackson's music was still used in it. Finally, it was confirmed, and I think um, 2011, a producer that he worked with a lot named Brad Buxer uh, confirmed it in a French magazine that he did indeed Work, he did indeed work on Sonic 3, and they did use some of his music that was using it. And the reason he left was because he wasn't happy with the sound quality that was coming out of the Sega Genesis. Now, so, can you imagine how unhappy he would have been with the sound quality had it been on Super Nintendo? Sure. <laughs> the Sega Genesis had much better sound, stereo sound mm-hmm. on the Genesis. Yeah, I mean, it depends on who was working with it, but... I mean, you know, it depends on the sound Well, in this designer, case, we're you know? talking about Michael Jackson, yeah. the king of pop. I mean, the sound is definitely can be really good on the Genesis, and then sometimes on the Super Nintendo it can be really good, too. Okay, but. I'm done with this topic. <laughs> Daniel, what's the name of this game in real life? Don't Break Don't the Ice. Don't Break the Ice. So Thin Ice is the paper towel game. Don't Break the Ice is the game that this is. He ordered this on Amazon, and he told me he paid fifth, uh, something like 10 to $15 mm-hmm. for it. It's called... Funny game penguin trap activate. <laughs> Active or activate? Activate. 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 Funny activate. game penguin oh, like trap that. activate. I like that. This is definitely from America. By the uh, way, I still need to give you guys a little bit more of that connection. Please, no, no, oh, right, right. thing real yeah. quick. Yeah. Brad Buxer, the producer, he has often frequent collaborator, and you can see him in the halftime show he did at the Super Bowl. He's the guy wearing a blue shirt playing keyboards. He rented a house from my dad that my dad built. That was my my next door neighbor's house. It was mm-hmm. it was it was the house that was next to me, and I used to collect rent checks from him from Brad Bruxer. <laughs> wow! And so in and I was collecting rent checks around the time that they would have been working on Sonic the Hedgehog three. So in some small way, I might have had some tiny bit of influence wow. on the Sonic the Hedgehog three soundtrack. Just in that you know, I showed up to collect the rent checks, and who knows how, what that. Sure, maybe you were had humming a little tune. Maybe yeah, you were maybe. going like da 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 da. Or Here just even the get pre- the rent. Or even my presence, you know, might have sure. had some effect on his psyche that it influenced the right. music. So when I'm a butterfly just trying to say, flaps its wings. I'm just trying to say, like, I worked on Sonic the Hedgehog 3 soundtrack along you, with Michael Jackson. As a guy who cares a lot about video game music, what what do you think of the soundtrack to Sonic 3? It's not as good as Part 1 and 2. Okay. Part 1 and 2 are really good. Okay. The, yeah, anyway, but... Part 1 has... Da, da, I mean, there's some da, great music. Da, 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 oh, that's a classic Green Hill Zone, yeah. Gotta, gotta love Green Hill Zone. But Penny, two, two is great. funny game Penguin Trap Activate. This is what the box says. It says, the one who makes the penguin fall off the... will lose this game. <laughs> Motherfucker. Okay, so this is like a ch- poorly translated game or something? And I want you guys to know that I did not... You, there was no audio glitch. It says, the one who makes the penguin fall off the... will lose this game. <laughs> uh-huh. Don't fall into the trap of the opponent. See who can get That's the final, final victory. Wow. Can we play? Or you don't... It's over there. Yeah, it's it's over there. I mean, basically, the gameplay is use blocks to build, install the four pillars... The penguin is placed in the middle position, beating any color at the start of the game. Okay, I get it. It right. looks fun. Yeah. So it's a pretty Comes simple. Some nice hammers, a penguin who 
looks like he doesn't give a shit that people are hammering around him. I think the company that made Thin Ice, by the way, also made the Cooties game. Oh, right. That? that had similar packaging. Yeah, and it was the... Uh, the the cooties game had, were these these creatures that you put the uh, yeah. different like the legs in and stuff. Yeah. I was wondering because when Christian said he bought it on Amazon, for I don't know how he got to it on it. I don't know if he was searching penguin game, sure, or funny box words. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I just want to laugh at a box. <laughs> but I just I ser- I just searched for uh, I just went ahead and. And search for penguin trap on there. And there's first of all, there's like seven different sellers with listings for the penguin trap. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. All of them exemplary reviews. That's good. Just spectacular yeah. reviews. So I opened one of them. Uh, this one is just sold by a woman named Teresa Wong. Mm-hmm. It says ships from and sold by Teresa Wong. Mm. She seems nice. She does seem nice. She seems like a nice young woman. Um, it has this section called features and details. Uh, it says about this item features exercise visual bright not dazzling color is conducive to the development of the baby's discernment appreciation beauty of the sensibility oh so this is for developing babies oh. yeah sure because it's developing got those nice adults. anytime yeah. you're anytime <laughs> you like presidential per- object permanence yeah. also like presidential car riders yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah i think a lot of times what you're looking for is uh, something with s- small parts so that they slide easily down the baby's yes, windpipe. Yes, yeah. Because anything too big could get stuck. But if it's got a nice small part, sure. they slide easily down the mm. baby's windpipe. Yeah, and you want to get one right. You want to just get right in the nose, but then turn just slightly so it's hard to get out. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, other features of the game, sports skills through a small hit action to let the baby move up. <laughs> so that's good. Oh. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine, Jordan, I know you played a little bit of Little League. I don't think sure. you played sports in high school. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine, you might have even gotten an NCAA scholarship had you had the sports skills as a baby from playing this game yeah. that is for 10 or 12-year-olds. Yeah, I mean, I think just the, the thing I always had problem with was the hit action. Right. No, so. Well, you need a small hit action if you want to move up. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what my dad always said before he left. <laughs> Another feature, uh, hand-eye coordination ability. The combination of the way the game disc to develop children's hands-on awareness, training children's hand flexibility, promote the coordinated development of children's hand. They are really making some big claims about this $10 game. (laughs) Yeah. And finally, I mean, I'm probably most significantly brain development so that the penguin fall in the process of percussion to enhance the children's ability to respond to the child's brain development exercise. So are you getting one of one of these for your family? Yeah, I to think ra- I am. Ra- raise a kind of an army of super children? Well, it's recommended for six months and up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, that fits. I don't know if that... Mm, I don't know. Uh uh, I, I, I'm looking at the reviews. The average review is 4.4 out of 5 stars. That's good. Um, uh, we've got Penguin Drap is one of the most cheaply made <laughs> games I've ever seen. I feel cheated having paid $10 for this product. This game would be better suited to carnival handouts to children that catch those little magnetic fish. That's specific. Um, that's, that's... But did his small hit action improve? I, that, that is the <laughs> thing that he doesn't say. I bought this. I bought this as an impulse buy. 
well, God, I, I, am I threw get caution my, to the wind. I am going to get myself a penguin trap today. But first, I'm going to cheat on my I diet. Gotta, I got to look at Consumer Reports and see which one they recommend. I actually could see buying that on an impulse. Actually, you know, like, like at the store, what Rite Aid. You're at Rite Aid. You're browsing. Pro- you got an ice cream cone. You're just you know eating yeah. your ice cream cone, browsing products, and you see this, and you see, yeah. oh, this looks kind of fun. You hit little blocks out of a thing. Yeah, I'm thinking, okay, I'll buy. How much is this? Yeah, oh, ten dollars. Okay. You know what? I'll split it with you. This does. <laughs> you and your friend yeah. go in together yeah, on exactly, a penguin yeah. trap. This looks like a pretty funny game, you might say. It looks mm-hmm. kind of fun, even, actually. Not just funny. It looks fun, actually, to me as a developing person. The penguin itself looks like a deformed, radioactive version of a penguin, which probably does not want to fall, does want to fall through the icy floor and die. <laughs> hmm. Um, the game. It is. It is. No, there is a little. Oh. I have seen. I did see it out there. There is a button that you push on the back with the penguin where he just says, "Kill me." Yeah. Uh, end. The, end me. The, my favorite sentence in this review so far is the spinner that comes with this game is a joke. And honestly, <laughs> it's a joke. And honestly, this game isn't all that fun. Yeah. Sorry, I said it. Wow. <laughs> Fucking no sacred cows with this to guy. Power. Truth to power. It's like, I know spinners. I think. I have, I have spun spinners in my day, and this is not one. I think one time I really found myself engrossed in the game. One time. Just one time. Okay, well, this is for a three, 10 bucks. This, That's by the good. way, a three star review. Oh. Out of four wow. or five? It sounds like a. A buy, actually, kind of does. Yeah, I kind of want it now. I actually kind of want it now. Actually, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I, by the way, another one of those games that was made by Thin Ice, the company that made Thin, Thin Ice and the Cooties game. Don't spill the beans. Don't spill the Remember beans. Who made Don't Wake Daddy? That's a different company. Different but, company. Yeah. Different company. But the components to those games, there's, Thin there's Ice and stuff. Oh come! All right, Sorry. all right, Jet. Lay <laughs> off, Jesse. <laughs> Not, Put the claws away. That's not an appropriate. It's okay. They, they were all the the components were always very tactile. You mm-hmm. know, they were the you know there was they're the, nice. They yeah, felt nice yeah. in the hand. Yeah. Somehow one of them earned the distinction Amazon's choice. Ooh. That one just says Fazen Cra- crashed <laughs> crashed ice game puzzle table games penguin ice pounding penguin ice cubes. This is words associated oh, with the game. So maybe it's just like a uh, best of Craigslist style thing. Is what wait, that wait, gets wait! Right. It keeps going. I feel like if you just say, ice I feel like cubes. those are the words you say to like activate an assassin. Ice cubes. Like, there's a guy who doesn't know he is. Has... It possible that they're you know how they had those short long shortwave radio signals that were just a woman's voice saying Wisco Tangy Tango Foxtrot <laughs> sure, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, like, do you think that now? Spies get their information through Amazon listings. Yeah, I mean it. It, uh, yeah. it would make sense because listen to this: ice cubes, safe penguin, knock ice blocks, wall toys, desktop, paternity, interactive game. Yeah, six grid turntable. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's the review, huh? It's that's it's, maybe they just thought that was the tag section, you know? Yeah, and they're like, I think somebody just swallowed a microfilm when you said that. <laughs> It will not only develop your child's mentality, but also increase the fun of parent-child interaction easily. <laughs> it's pretty e- easily. good. Easy. Was easily all caps or something? Yeah, easily. 
seems like the, the guy who was complaining about it, the bad three-star review, seems like he wasn't playing it with kids. This product has 16 reviews, including pictures. This person has like four pictures. Several of these people have multiple pictures, including Wise Mommy. Mm-hmm. This is what Wise Mommy says. The Fazen crashed ice game, puzzle table games, penguin ice pounding, penguin ice cube safe, penguin knock... Ice Block Wall Toys Desktop Paternity Interactive Game Six Grid Turntable is fun playing games with my daughter and hubby, taking turns. Love it, and my daughter doesn't want to stop playing with it as soon as we receive this toy, although this is so tiny. <coughs> Recommended for four up kids because of the small parts on it. This is real. I am real. <laughs> I am a real person, and all of this is real. Not a GoBot. Not a GoBot. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun, though. It's a pretty fun game. You played uh, it already. Yeah, I played it. It's pretty oh. good. Oh, it is good. You're oh, take it from you. Yeah, it's one of those games where you where you have a, a a bunch of blocks and you have to knock out the blocks with a little hammer and yeah. make it so that it doesn't all collapse. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun. I'll say this: the spinner is a real joke. There, I oh. said. <laughs> Whoa! There, I said it. Truth to power. I said it. <laughs> Brent Weinbach, how Calm are down. you doing, buddy? You got this new special on CISO? Yes, I got a new special. Please check it out. If you don't have CISO, there's a seven-day free trial. You yeah. get see it for free, and get then you can just Watch cancel it after seven days. There's a lot of other stuff on CISO, too. Yeah, McElroy's are on there. Uh, tons of stuff. Jonah Ray has a show on yeah. it. And a, and a, and a, you got specials from people like Rory Scovel. And, yeah, I'm very funny. Um, Rory Scovel. Just all, all kinds of stuff. Lori Kilmartin, our sure. friend, her amazing special is on there. All of Saturday Night Live is on there, most yeah. of it at least. And uh, uh, This isn't the CISO show, Brent. I need to ask you something serious. Last time you were on this program, oh. we watched a video. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was called Ultimate Drumming Technique. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so this was, if I remember correctly, let me know if I'm getting any of this wrong. Ultimate Drumming Technique was a parody of like those, you know, like a VHS tape you would buy to learn to drum. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, something like that, yeah. Can and I it, just say, sure. if you're listening to this show right now, you haven't yet seen Ultimate Drumming Technique, <laughs> pause the show and run right out, run, grab your computer, grab your phone and don't watch it. <laughs> so <laughs> it is a, it is a, it, like it's a, it's a parody of like a, you know, a video that would teach you how to play music, and a guy is teaching you how to drum while simultaneously he's drumming with one hand, and not jerking off, but he's stroking he's, his penis yes. with the other hand. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Erect penis. Yes. Erect. It's erect. Yeah. And it um, every stroke is a snare drum hit. There's no snare drum, but that yeah. is the snare drum, basically. <laughs> right. So every snare drum hit is that. Yeah. <laughs> So, so <laughs> this was new when, when you were we, on the yes, show. Yes, when, when when the last time you were here, you were like about to release this or had just released this. Something. I want to talk about the legacy of ultimate drumming technique in the you know year or whatever since you were last here. What what has happened with it? Is there a sequel planned? Well, there's not a sequel, but I did recently make a video that is. I feel in sort of the same vein. Sort kind of a of. spiritual sequel? Mm-hmm. A spiritual a kind sequel, of a, yeah. In kind of the main vein. <laughs> kind of, oh, yeah, yeah certainly. Um, the, um, and now that you mention it, I feel like perhaps you guys should watch this video. It's pretty hardcore, and I actually think Jesse might have 
might have trouble with it, but yeah. I think you might be able to. Sure, I'm a, yeah. just go for it. I don't know. It's it's. Um, well, yeah. Here, let me get out my even, phone because I think we had a lot of success we, talking I mean, about I, ultimate I drumming. Ra- rather than show, showing watching it on a phone, do you want? Should I just put it on a screen, or should that would he be just great. react to it and you don't see it? And then if you're intrigued enough, then you go for it. It's yeah, a two minute video. I would video. prefer that you make Jordan watch it first. Okay, I'll watch it first because I. Um, am morally bankrupt and i have well i think it's, it's because ha- jordan if i'm honest mm-hmm. please brent be is, honest brent's bringing out his computer now if i'm honest it's because your work requires you sure. to engage in a level a sort of deep and full level of depravity mm-hmm. um sort of like how you would add pickled fish sauce, fermented fish sauce, to get a f- certain fullness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, that's, you're correct. Of flavor. Yeah. An umami. Right. A fifth taste. Mm-hmm. Sixth taste. Yeah, no, that's sure. I guess I do day to day, we'll look at the internet's weirdest. So yeah, I probably, I have a, I have a high tolerance for this kind mm-hmm. of, this kind of content. Now this is just released. Okay, this and is just you could, released. don't worry, you won't get freaked out by the okay. first thing, Jesse. But yeah, okay. but you might want to look away okay. starting when that, once I hit the okay, space you bar. play. But um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything I should say to set this up. But yeah, I don't know. Spiritual sequel, maybe it's okay. in it's in the some, same universe. It's something in that I, there's something there that's similar okay, in some way let's or see. another. Okay, and we should. Oh, say, you want to see it too? Brent Weinbach is is if you can. what we call an idea man. He's mm-hmm. full of ideas. Sure. So this is an example of the kind of great mm-hmm. ideas that he comes up with. Oh, sure, yeah. Are you ready? Okay, yeah, push play. Ready for this? Okay. Maybe I'll watch it and we can cut out the time in which I watched it. No, no, we're going to want to You want your, me to describe well, it? Yeah, you're, no, no, don't describe it. Just your reactions okay. will be good, yeah. I think. Okay, what, what are you seeing? I kind of need to know a little bit about <laughs> what you're uh, saying. It's a, it's a man on a, and his legs are in stirrups. And he is in uh, some sort of garage, and there's like doctors all around him. This is like, something that Brent Weinbach probably paid for. Mm-hmm. Probably paid oh, for I think I know what this is. Oh, you've okay, seen it? You no, know, someone described. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now we're seeing the man's penis. <laughs> um, it's healthy bush on don't, this guy. Don't give it all away yet, because I think listeners should watch this video. It's important. Mm, it boy. sounds like they shouldn't oh, watch boy. it. It's important to oh, feminist culture. Brent, I don't think that people should probably watch this. <laughs> yeah, go to see Wonder Woman if you're worried I'm about I'm not looking culture. at it, but I still don't think I oh, want boy. people to see this this video that you made, Brent. <laughs> it's Maybe on Vimeo. Maybe they should just watch your old super deluxe show where... Ah! <laughs> oh, no! Maybe they should watch your stand-up special. <laughs> Or maybe oh, they should just watch. Oh, no. Remember when you had that Super Why? Doc show where it was you in elementary school, but then it was just you playing yourself in That's elementary right. school? That's right. That's right. Weinbach and Wonderland, it's called. Actually, Weinbach and Wonderland, you can now see that as one just complete short film on Vimeo, my Vimeo account, which also is hosting this video as well. So, uh, oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh my god, wait, wait open your right eyes, open right your right eyes, right. Jor- Jordan. <laughs> Jordan, keep watching. <laughs> no, keep your no. eyes open, eyes I open. Am. They're open, <laughs> they're open, and I'm watching it. And I wish I wasn't. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why? What is going uh, on? Okay, it is a very specific take on what if a man had a baby. It's a very particular. 
Think about the ways in which a man would have a baby. This is one of them. It's called Man Gives Birth. You can find it on video. Oh. (laughs) Okay, that was harrowing. Well done. Very well done. And there's a title that says World's First Ever Man Birth Success. Yes, thank you you for funding this. I look back. I look back. You you, you will look back at the... You know, the, the tame part of it. Wow, what's, yes. What's the budget on a video like this? <laughs> okay, right. I didn't pay for it, actually. Right. Um, it was made for uh, a show, and I, I'm not really supposed to say what it was made for. Right. But, um, but yeah, anyway, it was made for a show. It was funded by a show, and, um, and yeah. So Is the it show... Was, but can, it, it, can no, I for, guess? As, a, as an internet supplement thing to the show. Yeah. Can I guess what the show is? Is it This Is Us? <laughs> Real tearjerker. Every episode gets me. Every episode gets me. I'm like, this is the one that's not going to get me, but then it does. Yeah. yeah this was yeah. This was made for the uh, the. Have you heard of the show called The Bachelorette? Oh, <laughs> I've a, heard of it. Yeah, it's pretty, a sub- supplementary, racy. supplemental, pretty racy material. But, um, wow, Brett. Anyway, that was something else. I mean, well done. But it was well done. It was well you. shot. Thanks. It was. Uh, I'm pleased with how it came out. Visceral. visceral. Yeah, very visceral. I feel like very I've visceral. experienced something. It's kind of neat, right? Yeah, it is kind of neat. It's very well done. It is hard to watch, but you did a very nice job with it. Thanks. That is... I mean, I think that was also true of That's... Ultimate Drumming Technique. Sure, absolutely. I did see, speaking as someone who did see Ultimate Drumming Technique, which was a drumming instructional film in which a man stroked his erect penis <laughs> every time he would otherwise be playing a snare drum, mm-hmm. that was very well executed. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> um, but, yeah, do check out the special. Um, Appealing to the Mainstream is the name of the special. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's not just available on CISO, but uh, you can get CISO on Amazon Prime as an add-on service, or you can get it on uh, Xbox or where any streaming, fun ways. Any streaming fun outlet. You can CISO. get CISO and you can watch it. Whew. Man. <laughs> I, how long, Brent, have you been making supplemental content for uh, the new Zach Braff sitcom Alex Inc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I fun just it extras. was I just was hired to do one this one just that a one little, one off just piece, fun yeah. web extras and they put a little graphic on the screen. Want to see a man give birth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was kind of like that. Just like, just like how Zach is giving birth to new ideas mm, at his podcasting yeah, sure. company. It was meant to be um, a messed up video that you could only see. Uh, on the dark web, right? Yeah, I like that Brent in. I like that Brent Weinbach is. He's operating in that liminal space mm-hmm. between uh, innovative stand-up comic and guy from 1983 who uh, created and sold uh, through ads in the back of magazines "Faces of Death" videos. <laughs> They're really, really dancing across that line, Brent. Like, yeah. is this is this a Faces of Death video or is this a successful stand-up comedy? Yeah, well, you know, that's, uh, yeah, keep them guessing, I guess, you know. Multitudes. Keep them guessing, you know. Keep you also, more. okay, so also knew at the last time we saw you was you were working on a thing called, you had just created a thing called Gangster Party Line. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great video. Oh, yeah, thank you, thanks. Very hilarious uh, call-in very hilarious parody of your late night uh, party line, yeah, chat, chat line, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that led you to a job working for K 
Kevin Hart? Yeah, basically, yeah. It was uh, he's starting a new digital network called Laugh Out Loud Network. Oh, good. It's really fun. LOL. I'm going to yeah, I'm going to probably going to shorten that. I'm going to I'm going to talk about it a lot, so I'm probably going to need to shorten that. I'll work on what it is later. I'll probably just call it the Laugh Net or Out Loud Net. Yeah, Out Loud Out Loudies. I'll figure it out. Um, Loudnet. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's already something in Terminator in the Terminator movies. Well, Skynet. Well, that's I, where you buy. I, I, I hate tickets. to break it to you, but they beat you to it. They actually did abbreviate it, and they do call it um, LOL. Oh, that's for short. That's they call clever. It LOL for short. Like, yeah. Why do they might, call, why do they catch call on. it that? Well, because it's like an abbreviation for laugh out loud. Mm. So they call it laugh out LOL. You know? Oh, because each of the what each of those letters is the first letter in that's one right. of those yeah, words. That's right. Yeah. That's clever. That's how they that's do cute. it. Yeah. Now, it's why kinda cool? Right? They do yeah, the I like th- it. They I like catchy. The, they do the um, third word first, then the second word, then the first word. Why do they do that? Why do they um, do it backwards? You know, keep people guessing, right. you know, is this a faces of death thing or is it, you know, <laughs> is this stand up comedy? Here. You know, what is this, you know? Got it. Um, so uh, yeah, you know, uh, the person who runs the company, uh, who's not Kevin Hart, um, the or he's one of the people who runs it's the company. It's Kevin Hart's big brother, The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, he, you know, he re- really liked Gangster Party and the original, and he wanted to do more uh, hotline videos. And so, um, yeah, there's, there's uh, basically did five new hotline videos recently. Um, one of them is a direct sequel to the Gangster Party Line, Gangster Party Line Part 2. And then there's um, some other ones that are different themes. Like one of them is a dad hotline where mm-hmm. you can call different dads. If you need advice or you need discipline or something, you can call different dads and talk to a dad. I um, call I, – you know, when I usually call the discipline hotline, I rarely get a dad. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> usually get a mom. Luck of the yeah. draw. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, and then there's some other ones. This is one where you can like call different rich people and ask them for money. You don't get money, but you can just ask, if you want the experience of asking for money. Right. You can call the the, the money hotline, and it's four ninety nine a minute. <laughs> if you want it, the experience of asking for money. Um, and uh, there's one with Snoop Dogg in it. It's a Snoop line, which sounds like Snoop Lion, which mm-hmm. I think sounds funny. Um, and in, in the director's cut version, we it's the the narrator says call the Snoop line. And then we, you hear a lion growl, but they thought that people wouldn't get that, so they wanted us to take the growl out. So there's, there's so no, when there's you're no watching, growl. When you're watching the video, imagine a growl yeah. or play your imagine own growl. It, yeah, when, so it's, you when can... they say Snoop Lion, because it sounds like Snoop Lion. It does right? sound like that. Snoop Lion. Does he still call himself that? He doesn't. No, that but I just brief. thought it was funny that sure. it sounded like Snoop Lion, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. Um, but you had to couch out of the executive producers of that one, the 42 players on Snoop Dogg's youth football team. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, had a what? They got the credit. They got the EP credit on that, right? And they get yeah, final Snoop Dogg cut. is a very popular youth football team. Yeah, so oh, his yeah? youth football team. I think they usually get final oh, cut when he does comedy. That videos. was probably who was giving me notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, then there was a there's one that's a hunk chat line for like ladies only. I'll leave it at that. I don't want to like. Actually, I want to show you guys that one too. Actually, but, that's enough. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And, I've already been through an ordeal. And then um, <laughs> and then uh, there's uh, well, there was the other one. There's yeah I think I named all five I think anyway and then so um, yeah wait is that it yeah anyway so those are coming out in August I think on laugh on, out loud so people should check out uh, it's called Skynet <laughs> it's in the movie Terminator <laughs> Terminator, Terminator, two. Terminator two almost yeah. certainly never becomes sentient right <laughs> so let's not worry about that seems unlikely yeah I'm excited but, uh, about we that. should give it full control over our nuclear arsenal I think Brent I'm, I mean. I'm, Better Skynet than this clown we got in the White House now. Am I, am I right? 
Jordan. Am I right? Skynet is president for president? Yeah, Sky- Skynet. Skynet is- 2020. <laughs> can, can I ask a favor of you, Jordan? Mm-hmm. I'm going to extend this out to you. Do not get me started on these clowns in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I will get – Oh, boy. I will get so – in fact, I can feel it coming up right now. I am so mad at these clowns, these painted face, <laughs> big shoes. Jesse, you're getting a little worked up. Tiny <laughs> card. I'm trying to think of another word, but the only word that's Squirting coming to my flowered. mind Squirting is flowered. clowns in the District of Columbia. You want to take a little break? We're getting worked up. These Do you want to take a little break? Clowns? We're getting clowns. I know. I know. These clowns that we send to Washington <laughs> to do the work of the people. Legislation. Mm-hmm. Now you're just describing a politician. This is, I don't think this is helpful. It's not commentary anymore. These this are the just... things that are the responsibilities of the patient. This is just a disciplined a Wikipedia entry people. for politicians. We at this would point. hope would serve sure. the greater good, but yeah, instead, what do we have? Clowns. The answer is clowns. Clowns <laughs> in Washington! <laughs> Clown! You okay, bud? We'll be back in just okay. a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Internet. I'm your husband host, Travis McElroy. And I'm your wife host, Teresa McElroy. And together we present Schmanners. It's extraordinary etiquette. For ordinary occasions. We explain the historical significance of everyday etiquette topics, then answer your questions relating to modern life. So join us weekly on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. No RSVP required. Check out Schmanners. 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 Get it? It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Brent Weinbach. I guess I'm just... Here's the thing, Jordan. Yeah. It's about the clowns. The reason I'm upset Mm -hmm. is I care so much Mm -hmm. about America. Yeah. All she stands for. Mm -hmm. The sound of young America. Exactly. Freedom, et cetera. Yeah, so if I take a look at a group photograph of the people that are supposed to be leading my nation. Mm-hmm. You just see a bunch of clowns. I see a bunch of fucking yeah. Pagliacci's up there. Sure. <laughs> These Pagliacci's yeah. in Washington clowning around. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, here comes Mitch McConnell with it. He's carrying a two-by-four. What's that? Some, some behind me? Oh, pow. He's... You knock over Nancy Paul Pelosi Ryan right, yeah. on, right on the noggin. I, know, I don't want to see that. I get you. Thank you. Yeah. I and mean, I don't want. I don't want. I, I just. I don't want to make that. I don't. That's not what the show's about. Obviously, yeah. the show's about humble figurines. It's not about what's going on in politics or what's going on in. 
I just want to say that no, we said we said I'm going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'll t- I'll call my mom. I'll talk to my mom. Yeah. Um, after the show, but I just I did get upset. We said at the top that we were going to get real raw and uncensored, right. and so I got that happened. That's what I mean, happened. That's what happened. This yeah. is the kind of thing you know. This is the we're kind working of thing. without a net here, people. That's, this is comedy without a net. That's you what know. happens when you just chat, chat it up. Sure, and, you know, break yeah. from the format. Well, thank <laughs> Emotions you. Emotions run high. Brent, thank you so much for your patience with that because I did get very upset. I am going to talk to my mom. I'm going to talk to my family doctor. Um, I'm going to check in with my family doctor mm-hmm. and um, call the dad hotline. If I can find, uh, if you guys know a really good greengrocer, so I'm, I'm gonna, those are the three people I'm going to talk to. I'm going to talk to my mom mm-hmm. about sort of the emotional part of it. Right. Um, I'm going to talk to my family doctor about if there's anything I should physical, be doing physical, physical a chemical imbalance or anything that I, I have to do. And then the green grocer the uh, to find out, well, just sort of what fruit is in season, oh. what fruits and vegetables <laughs> yeah, yeah, are. Sure. Are, these, bell, are <laughs> yeah, these bell peppers any good? Yeah, yeah. They, are they local yeah. or, you know, what's the difference or how firm Some should it be or how soft should it be? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, so thank I want to thank you guys for your patience yeah, for that. Yeah, no, I no thank problem. thank the audience for their patience mm-hmm. with this. I know it's an unusual thing. We, we get off into that stuff, but I I appreciate your forbearance, and I appreciate, Jordan, you've stood by me for 10, 10, 12 years. We've had some of these problems. Yeah. I mean, it's over now, but right, sure. Right. Well, I mean, that's also – I mean, to some extent, that's a relief. Yeah. I just For our audience, particularly. Yeah. As, the, as the child of clowns, I just couldn't handle that outburst. <laughs> right. I found it insulting. Right. Well, I don't know that I'll ever get over it. By the way, do you guys remember last time I was here, we talked about Bonkers and Bonkers maybe coming back? Do you remember that? Oh, the Disney cartoon Bonkers? No, no, the candy Bonkers. No. Uh-uh. And they never came back. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Uh, update, I'm sorry, you know, buddy. They, they wow. were talking about how in the next year or so they were going to come – they were going to re-release them and try to maintain or preserve the original recipe and everything, and, but it never came out. Oh, man. I know you wanted that. Yeah. Anyway, Brand. I just thought I'd update – Anybody who remembered. It's just... I don't... Is this going to turn and make Uh-oh. you want to... Let's make you think of clowns. It's this bonkers yeah. thing. No, I know, bonk. Hammer. I really believe that those bonkers were coming back. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was a time in America when you could really believe things when you've been told. Now, there's there's fake news, there's legislation, executive actions. Mm-hmm. Um, Emails. Yeah. Kofefe. And at the end of the day, wh- when you look down the end of that tunnel, what do you see? These clowns in Washington. I know. Okay. <laughs> keeping okay. our keeping our bonkers in a warehouse somewhere. <laughs> Release our bonkers. Anyway. <laughs> give me my fucking, give me my bonkers and give me my ecto cooler. <laughs> <laughs> I think the ecto cooler did come back. Oh, that, yeah. Did they come, oh, came back for the new Ghostbusters I movie? I think so, yeah. Okay. If they bring it back ecto cooler, can't they bring back bonkers? Get on the horn with big, big snack. Seen a lot of New York seltzer around for there not to be oh. any bonkers. Mm-hmm. I have a connection to New York seltzer, the original. I used to carpool to, to school with um, the daughter of the the guy who started New York seltzer. You're a real like Forrest Gump of <laughs> yes, <Yeah. laughs> of, of like minor of cultural like, yeah, things. These, yeah, exactly. These like the guy who did the music for Sonic Three. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Tell exactly. me a little bit about your relationship with slap bracelets, Brent Weinbach. Oh, slap bracelets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, ha- I have a connection to that. You were babysat to... by someone who was the writer's assistant on Carolyn <laughs> yeah. in the City. I want to take this opportunity before we go. Mm-hmm. I want to give a dedication on this week's program. Yes. Is that okay? Please. I want to dedicate it to those fucking clowns in Washington. <laughs> okay. All right. Are you? Do you like them or not like them? 
Well, I'm I'm dedicating it to them as a sort of a sort of twist. Look out. It's a sort of like a it's sort of like a wink like I'm on to you. I'm on to you fuckers. Sure. I know about your speaking of seltzer, your those, seltzer bottles. Keep your long hankies in your pants, fellas. Oh, and ladies. Yeah. Ladies can be clowns too. It's true. Brent Weibach, you have a special on CISO. CISO I think is that special. I think that your audience would really like it, one. And no, I, I guarantee that. And I guarantee if you're listening to this show, you're going to love Brent Weinbach's special because it's funnier than this show. Brent Weinbach, really, truly, I cannot highly enough recommend the brilliance of the great Brent Weinbach. I was just walking down the, I was walking down the street the other day thinking about how much I like Brent Weinbach. That's a true story. Okay. I'm talking about five or six days ago. I'm walking down the street There's... thinking, man – Brent Weinbach is great. I'm glad he's around. Yeah. I thought you were about to say five or six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, five or six years ago, I was thinking yeah, was that. when you were doing your best work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really been downhill since yeah. then. But, you know, you're still, you know, you're still replacement level at least, <laughs> you know. Um, I don't want to – I'm not trying to say anything or like – I think you guys have the kind of audience that I think would maybe get more out of it than mm, the average mm-hmm, viewer. I'll, that's mm-hmm. all I'll say. All right. All right. All right. Consider us teased. I'm teased. Yeah. I, I'm as I've been uh, thoroughly teased. I'm so hard. I'm ready to teach drumming technique, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Let's, yeah. I'm just joking. I'm just joking, you guys. So Brent Weinbach, his brand new specials on CISO. Uh, Feeling to the mainstream. Go watch that gangster gangster party hotline video. That shit's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's coming out. I mean, I will say, don't it, don't watch the ultimate drumming technique or this other one where the man gives birth to baby. Do I not mean, watch those. Yeah. Well. And uh, the ones in August that come out on Laugh Out Loud Network, they are the sort of like we had to cut a lot of stuff because they didn't want the director's cut. You know, like there there was they were the lion growl, they were the lion growl. But there's other cuts and stuff that were made that hopefully one day I'll be able to release the full versions of them. But they should be good nonetheless. Brent Weinbach is an artist, absolutely. Daniel Baruela is on the boards for us this week. Our producer is Brian Sunny D Fernandez. We'll have look, we'll have more momentous occasions next week. We're plum out of time. Yeah. We the, had too much the, fun talking Captain EO. The clock is ticked. <laughs> yeah. Tick tock, tick tock. Mm-hmm. Time is up. We'll see you next week. Chopping block. We'll see you next week with momentous occasions, probably. Yeah. Uh, hashtag JJGo on Twitter. I will mention before we go, Please. I have a brand new podcast. It's called The Turnaround. Uh, it is where I interview the world's greatest interviews interviewers. It mm. only runs this summer, twice a week, uh, starting on Thursday. But it's in iTunes you can, or in Apple Podcasts. It's in your podcast application. You can subscribe right now. I'm going to tell you who I spoke to for this. Barbara Walters. Ira Glass. Mark Marin, uh, Errol Morris. Werner Herzog. Uh, Katie Couric. Larry King. Jerry Springer. Uh, really, Jerry really? Springer? Yeah. Wow, cool. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey? <laughs> Susan Orlean. We couldn't get Oprah. We got a polite no. Barbara Walter? She's retired. Okay. Doesn't, no, but doesn't, do, doesn't do press anymore. She's no. retired. Doesn't, need, doesn't have anything to promote mm-hmm. besides her dotage. Uh, among numerous other brilliant people. I mean, that's like just a cross-section of the totally amazing, brilliant people that I talk to who are much... More talented than I, uh, and I think you might. I think if you're out there, you might enjoy it. I'm not. We're not running ads on it. We're not raising money for it. It's just a thing I did to make the world a better place, hopefully, 
And uh, so, yeah, listen to it. Recommend it to a friend. It's called The Turnaround, running twice a week just this summer. MaximumFun.org or your favorite podcasting application. Boom. Boom. Hashtag at JJ Go on Twitter, at Jesse Thorne, <clears throat> at Jordan underscore Morris. Brent, you on tweeters? Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter, but it, I don't really... I don't really use Twitter in the way that people use it. If you want to go online and stuff, you can go to youtube.com slash Brent Weinbach to see my videos. That's the thing I would direct people yeah. to. YouTube.com slash Brent Weinbach. I'd, I'd recommend getting yourself an eyeful and an earful mm-hmm. of Brent Weinbach while you have the opportunity, okay? Because this is a special gift to you and from God to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special gift from God to him that he is sharing with you. <laughs> Okay. I didn't want to just be so greedy about it, you know. Yeah, well, you know let your light shine. You know. Let your light shine. And Come if you're on. very Come serious on. about video game music, you should listen to his video game music podcast. The Legacy Music Hour. Legacy Music Hour. This is not a comedy show about video game music. This is a, a serious discussion about video game We joke around a little bit, but it's, um, it's about the music. Yeah, It's, it's about, about the music. music. That's what I like to say, too. It's about the music. It's mm. about, I do mm. it for the music. Mm. Okay. We'll be back with more Humble Figurines talk next week. I'm Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.